Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Jacob Albron. Tommy Kester, this is Sports Daily on Wichita's number one sports radio, 97.5 and 1240 KFH. All right, welcome in, everybody. It's hour number two here on Sports Daily. Uh, that IHOP hotline will open back up after we make some picks. IHOP, where... Uh, through November 26th, kids eat free every day from 4 to 10 o'clock with the purchase of an adult entree. Uh, glad to be here with you. Tommy wins the week again wow. at 6-3-1. Oh, let's one. go. Wow. Uh, I should also point out that Tommy is still in last place overall for the year. <laughs> hey, uh, I'm only four games behind both of you guys. I mean, I've made it into – it's a race now. I'm not out of the question. I'm not out of the picture. I'm here. I'm ready to go. Let's rock and roll. Flirting with 500. Paul and I are still making money for the year. Uh, we're each five games over 500. Right. Tommy's four games, uh, sorry, three games under 500. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's, you know, we'll, it'll take, you'll have to beat us, Tommy, you know, by four games directly. So it's not, you know, it's not like you get four right. Like you get, that, that's still, it's still got a little work to do, but you're on Look, a heater. I've, I've made up like 18 games in the last two weeks. So, I mean, it can be done, and I'm going to prove that it can happen. Well, just an observation from past years, it's obvious we've had a lot of, well, this is our third change in leadership at the top of the board on this on this picking Fridays that since we started. That hardly ever happens, Jacob. Usually one guy comes on, he takes a lead, he builds on it, and then if he loses a little bit, I mean. Oh, but three... stop talking about me, Paul. I'm sitting right here. Oh, well, I, I wasn't really referring to you per se, as we would say, but the point is, you know, it's it's hard to get to gain the advantage and then to keep it. I mean, this is just this is crazy. And Tommy, uh, Tommy, come on, you're doing great. Uh, you know, come on, thank you. You 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 keep it up, keep it up. That's what I like to see. I like to coach my kids, make them better. You know, you can do this. Uh, see see what I'm doing, Jacob. I'm I'm coaching him. I'm coaching him up a little. Well, way to go, Coach. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to tell you, Tommy, that I hope you fail miserably today. Oh, God. Uh, thank let's you. get. Let's get right into it, Jad, uh, with the music, Utah, Arizona. There's some ranked games today. We're going to get to all of them, I believe, uh, and then one that's not both ranked, but one that certainly we have our eye on. So Utah, Arizona is, is a pick em, fellas. It's just a straight pick em in Arizona. Tommy, let's start with the, uh, you know, the Pac-12 as it stands. They've got probably the best top-to-bottom league in football this year, maybe. It, it, they're in the mix, certainly. This is a good one. Utah, Arizona, what do you think? I actually think this one might be the easiest game to pick of the entire weekend slate. I, I honestly do, considering it's a pick em, I think Utah is better than Arizona is. I think Kyle Whittingham is a great coach. Um, they battled against Washington a week ago. Uh, I don't think it's even going to be particularly close. I know it's in Arizona, but give me Utah uh, on the money line. I think that they win. 
Uh, Paul, where are you at with this? And this line has actually moved, but when I wrote the picks down, it's moved seriously since we started doing this. It's actually moved to Arizona minus one, but we're taking it as a pick em. Paul, what do you think on this? One? Early on in this year, just like Missouri, I thought Arizona was not going to be that good. I thought they were overrated earlier in the year. Arizona is better than I thought they would be. But Tommy's right. I've been I've been on the bandwagon to a certain extent on Utah. I mean, not fully on the bandwagon, but I've been on their bandwagon. I'm going to take Utah as well. If this is a pick em, if 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 Arizona had points, I'd probably take Arizona. But a pick em, I'm going with Utah. Um, they each lost to Washington by a touchdown. Uh, you know, it's it's hard. It's hard because Utah's losses, right? Their losses have all come to ranked teams. Mm-hmm. Oregon State, Oregon, and Washington. Guys, Arizona's beaten Washington State, Oregon State, and UCLA three out of the last four weeks there at home. I, I think I'm just going to take the home team here. I don't know. I think this is going to be great. I do think we're underrating Arizona, for sure. I, I don't think Arizona's Maybe. getting enough credit for the wins that they've had in the last month or so. So I'll take Arizona at home. I'm, I'm happy to take that island. Georgia and Tennessee. Paul, you're up first on this one. Tennessee getting 10 points at home. Uh, are you comfortable with that? Easiest with, with an SEC game? Easiest pick uh, on the college side. Georgia is a good football team. Listen, Tennessee laid an egg. They hurt me last week. I was disappointed in them. I had given them more credit. I thought they were better than they are. Tennessee stinks. Georgia is great. The 10 points, that'll be covered by halftime. I'm taking Georgia. Yeah, I think Georgia is going to you know, be where we thought they were. I'm going to take Georgia as well. I just think over time they'll become more like the Georgia we've known. I'll take the Bulldogs and lay the 10-2. Tommy, you got an island opportunity here. You know, look, if this was the game immediately following the Georgia-Missouri game when the Bulldogs won by nine against the Tigers, I might have taken Tennessee on an island to cover. But this comes after the Bulldogs absolutely destroyed Ole Miss a week ago. And Ole Miss is a really solid football team coached by Lane Kiffin. So knowing that, I think the Bulldogs are rounding into form for the CFP. They, they flexed a little bit a week ago. I'm going to have to make it a clean sweep. Give me Georgia minus 10. All right, I'll go first on this next one. I put this in because it obviously has implications for, for K-State and KU. Oklahoma State is going to Houston. They're laying six and a half after that just massively, massively disappointing game a week ago. Guys, I, 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 this is this is hard. You know, we we would have laughed at this line before last week. We laughed at it, but now Oklahoma State all of a sudden. I mean, you only give up a touchdown going to Houston. I'll take the Cowboys to bounce back. Boy, I don't want to. I'm going to take the Cowboys to bounce back. Uh, they really let me down last week, but I'll I'll we'll, we'll we'll see what kind of team this is based on this performance. I think I'll I'll take Oklahoma State and I'll lay the six and a half. Paul, well, you make a great case, and I think Tommy's going to take Oklahoma State. I think I'm willing to roll the dice. I I'll tell you what I I've not been 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 happy with. Houston. I thought they were going to be a better football team, particularly this year, uh, going into the Big Twelve. Uh, golly, do I do this? Do I take an island? Because I think it's going to be an island. Do I take the island? What the heck? Why not? I'm taking Houston. I'm going on the island. I almost did. Tommy, which way are you going on this? Well, I think we're going to find out by the end of this game if Oklahoma State is truly worthy of playing in a Big 12 championship game 
or if the streak that they had earlier this season was just fool's gold. That game against UCF was shocking. shocking. Not just the fact that the Cowboys lost, but the fact that they got ran out of town. I, I certainly shocking. didn't see that coming. Yes. I'm going to lean with Jacob. I think that Mike Gundy has them bounce back. I think the Cowboys can win by more than a touchdown. I think that's going to solidify their path to a Big 12 title game in Arlington. I'll take Oklahoma State. I'll lay the six and a half. All right, Washington, Oregon State, Paul. Another great one in the Pac-12. Here's Oregon State. Look, Oregon State, if we were in the 12-team playoff under the new way teams get in, it'd be Oregon State that gets in. I, I think they would be one of the teams. So, you know, it, it's it's an interesting Beavers team. They're at home. They're laying a point to Washington. So mm. Vegas clearly uh, respects Oregon State. How do you feel about it? You got me first, right? Yep. Okay. I like Oregon State. I like Oregon State coming to the Big 12. I, I think Washington State and Oregon State, I can see them as potential Big 12 members right now. And they play good football. They always have played good football. But Washington's got a Heisman contender. Washington has a better defense. The points aren't enough to dissuade me from taking Washington. One point, I mean, this is for, for all practical purposes. Now watch them, you know, one point difference. But for, for all practical purposes, this is a pick em. And in this pick'em, I'm taking Washington. Uh, Tommy, are you in on on Washington or are you in on oh, Oregon here State? We go again. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not in on Washington, but I might be in on Washington. Uh, <laughs> Hurdle look, used to do that to me, by the way. Bruce Hurdle started this, and I don't appreciate it, Hurdle. If you're listening, look, Spoken here's the like thing. a true Texan. You spent too much time at Baylor. Yeah, bro. I know I did. Anyway. Way too much. <laughs> Here, here's the thing about this game. So Washington, they've played three ranked opponents this season, and they're 3-0 and against ranked opponents. They've won all three of those games. Can they make it 4-0? and I think they can. They've beat Utah. They've beat Arizona. They beat USC. And they beat, uh, there was another one in there too, in oh, uh, Oregon. Did I say Oregon? Doesn't matter. I think they'll make it 4-0 and against ranked opponents. I'll take Washington. Uh, and I'll take that. I'll take the point. I'll take the plus one. Oh, man. You know, it's Oregon State's not all that different than what you just said. Their loss came at Arizona, and then they've beaten all the other ranked teams they've played. No, they lost to Washington State. Okay. Yep. All right. So yep. maybe that – but that was on the road, too. So they lost two roadies. And by the way – History tells us how good they are at home. I mean, it's always it, been that right. way. And not to try to persuade you one way or another, but keep in mind, I mean, Michael Penix Jr. is a likely Heisman guy, right? You know, and he's starting for the Huskies. So that's another reason why I'm going to take uh, Washington. But it's not my pick. It's yours. Go ahead. Do what you want to do. Yeah. You know, I I don't I haven't known where I'm going with this one. It's not one I'm going to bet because I really don't know. Um, but Oregon State's at home. I, I'm going to take Washington, too. I've, I've been with Washington most of the way here. Um I'll I'll go ahead and take the Huskies. We're not going to make up any ground on this, but you know we got to win the games too. So I'm going to take the Huskies. I gosh dang, Oregon State's so good, and that's such a hard place to play. This will be a big spot for Penix. Look, if he if he blows them out here or something like that, that may be enough to get him that to get him that Heisman. We'll see. And then the big one, fellas, uh, K State KU. That line is now at nine and a half points. KU is a nine and a half point home underdog almost certainly jason bean is playing in this game uh i believe tommy you're up first on this one um what, what, I, that's a big number 
it moved from eight to nine and a half yesterday. And it was kind of strange because nothing happened that I could tell. I texted you. I said, hey, the line's at nine and a half. Did, you know, something happened. We're like, no, I don't, I don't know. Um, there hasn't been any definitive statement about the quarterback situation with Kansas, but it does sound like Jason Bean got a good amount of reps this week in practice. Honestly, I didn't understand the line at eight. I said that yesterday. I certainly don't understand the line at nine and a half. All the different things, the Sunflower Showdown, the streak that Kansas State has 14 years in a row winning the Sunflower Showdown. You've got two high-quality coaches for both programs. By the way, it's the final game in David Booth, Kansas Memorial Stadium in the way that we know it before the renovations begin next year. I don't know if Kansas is going to win the game, but it, at risk of sounding like a homer, I certainly think they can cover nine and a half. I'll take the Jayhawks plus nine and a half tomorrow. Well, there's no there's no homer here. It's just kind of like, how do you see the game? You've seen this as a decent matchup for KU from the beginning. Yeah. I've seen it from the beginning as a good matchup for K-State. The only thing, like, I don't know if Vegas had any expectation that maybe Jalen Daniels was playing. And so when he announced that he was basically done for the year, like, Maybe that moved it. I can't figure out why it moved know. either. I, I certainly liked it more where it opened at seven and a half. But I have to stick with the fact that when I've thought about this game, I do think that, you know, the the strengths and weaknesses of both teams do favor K-State. I think K-State wants to, to score. I think they want to make KU try to score with Jason Bean or whoever the quarterback is. I, I think this is a good game. I think it's competitive. But I can't not take K-State when I've thought all along for about a month now that this is a matchup that favors the Cats just stylistically. I got to reluctantly take K-State because I hate nine and a half points, but I just, I, I think it's a matchup that favors the Cats, so I'm going to take K-State. Paul? I think that's a good pick, but I see Tommy's point. Nine and a half points does give you pause to, you know, make that selection. But here's what it does from, here's what really gets to me with regards to this pick, and that is the quarterback situation at KU. I mean, sure, Jason Bean's getting some reps. He's getting some time on the field. You know, it's all controlled. I mean, you know, nobody's touching him. And, and my question to myself, I ask, is can he last the ins and outs, the hits, and the, the movement and all the things, the going to the ground, all those things in a game situation? And I don't know. And I don't think either any of us know exactly how durable he is once he starts taking some pops here and there. With that being said, Kansas State is a physical football team. They're going to pressure. They're going to pressure Jason Bean. He's going to. He is going to take some hits in the pocket. He's going to have to get out and move with the ball. Probably take some hits. I don't know, but that's that's the question I ask myself. And because I think that once Jason Bean, if he's forced to come off the field, then Kansas has another whole set of problems. Tommy, I know you would agree with that. And so, for that reason, I'm taking K-State. I'm not crazy about the nine-and-a-half guys. I'm not crazy about nobody that. Is. But it, nobody is. That's right. But I'm going to go ahead and take K-State. I think they cover it. I don't know that they cover it by a lot, but they win this game, and they probably cover it by 10 or more. I'm taking KSU. Well, you know, think about this. The Jayhawks just about covered the number a week ago against Texas Tech with Cole Ballard at quarterback. I know. Right? I, you know I, so, I, I think that tells you something also. So I've had K-State as about a 10-point winner. That's probably where Tommy and I have been talking about this game off there for a long time, and I said I think K-State's better, and it's been about 10 points that I've thought, so it's in there. But, you know, the thing, and Paul, you, brought, you bring up a good point, and this goes back to the injury designation stuff. 
the, the problem with the quarterback situation is we don't know if it's is it the head injury or the leg injury that's lingering or not lingering for Jason Bean, yeah, right? I like, don't know what so if you told me his leg was fine and it's just like a concussion protocol thing, I'd feel pretty good about Jason Bean's chances. But we don't know if it's his leg potentially that could linger here. So that makes it really difficult. It, I, I, you know, it's one where you, you just, we got to pick a side here, but obviously I don't feel good about that side. And, you know, if I had to bet this game, I would probably bet the over, um, you know, but we'll see. That's, that's not what we're doing here. So there's our picks. All right, on to the NFL, Steelers and Browns. I'm up first here. Uh, Kenny Pickett against that Browns defense, Cleveland without Deshaun Watson. This, I, I feel like this is going to be just an, just an, ugly ugly game i'll take man i'm gonna take i'm gonna take pittsburgh they're they're starting to run the ball a little bit they've got the better weapons you know cleveland's defense is there but pittsburgh's defense is pretty good i'm gonna take the steelers i don't feel good about this at all tommy Uh, pittsburgh is maybe the weirdest team in football they get outgained every week it seems like and yet they find ways to win they're six and three they're going to be taking on a Deshaun Watson-less Browns team this week and potentially a Joe Burrow-less Cincinnati Bengals in a couple of weeks. I mean, the right place at the right time, right? I mean, for this team, it's crazy. Uh, I'm going to take the Steelers plus one. Um, I, I don't have a ton of faith in Kenny Pickett. I do have more faith in their defense. Now, Cleveland's defense is pretty solid, and that's probably going to keep the Browns in the game, but I just don't think Cleveland has the firepower to be able to score enough to win. I'll take Pittsburgh, and I'll take the one point. Paul, chance for an island with the home team. It is a a chance, but, you know, with the shakeup at quarterback, the injury to Deshaun Watson, that gives me pause. But here's the thing, guys. Here's what tears me up is if you guys remember, I thought Pittsburgh was going to be a contender earlier in the year. Boy, did they fall flat on, you know, in the first four, five, six weeks of the season. They weren't very good, fellas. They didn't win many football games. And I lost a bunch of games with Pittsburgh uh, in our Friday picks. I, so I'm, I'm a little torn. But, boy, oh, boy, when you lose your quarterback in the fashion that, that this has happened and you have a week to get, you know, get over, sure, you got a, a backup, he gets reps. It, it, it really makes – it gives me pause. But on the other hand, Brown's got a pretty good defense, don't they, fellas? Not bad. Not bad. You know something? Here's an island. It's only one point. But you know something? I'm going to go ahead and take the Browns because I kind of feel good about it, but I have hesitation because of the quarterback situation. I'll take the Browns anyway. I'm taking the Browns. Well, yeah. I mean, do it. Get out there on that island. We'll see what happens. Uh, all right, let's go on to the next one. 49ers bounced back in a big way last week. Now they're 11.5-point home favorites. Paul, you're up first on this one. Niners, Bucks. that number too big for you? Or are you good with it? Well, I kind of like that number. I think that's probably about right. I think I think 49ers. Remember, guys, I'm going to make a statement right now. You guys can agree or disagree. I want to know. Do you agree or disagree? 49ers will be in the Super Bowl. What do you think? Hmm. Boy, I really want to see Monday Night Football before I make that proclamation. Right. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. Who All are you right. taking in this game? You giving the eleven and a half? I think I'm going to do it. I mean, they worked for me last year. What was the, what was the number last or last week? What was the number last? It was three a big points. number. Whatever three it was. Points. Yeah. But, no, but, it was three. It was three against oh, the Jags. Oh, okay, it was. But 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 the but the amount of of difference in the victory was significant. I think I'm going to go ahead and take the forty. I'm going to take the 49ers. That's crazy. 
But I took 17 with the Cowboys last week, and it worked out fine. I'm taking I'm taking the 49ers and giving 11 and a half. I can't believe it. I'll bet this is an island for me. It got on the wrong side of 10, Tommy. You still good with 11 and a half? So they crushed Jacksonville by four touchdowns a week ago. Jacksonville is a better team than Tampa Bay is, I think. And the fact that they cru- the Niners crushed Jacksonville by that amount, it makes me think it's going to be on the road rough too. for the Buccaneers this weekend. Here's the thing. You know, there's always that come back down to earth thought that, okay, you know, they had a huge win and deflating and all of that. I just don't see that happening. I think the Niners found what they needed to find after that three-game losing skid. They've got Debo Samuel back. Trent Williams is dominant on the line. He's back and healthy. Of course, how they utilize Brandon Ayuk and Christian McCaffrey and all of that. I'm kind of with Paul. I think I'm going to take the Niners. I'll lay the 11 and a half. Yeah, I like this one too. So they're they're clearly different on offense with Debo there. There's no doubt about it. 11 and a half in the NFL has backdoor cover written all over it. But the Niners can run the ball effectively, as good as any team in football. Maybe that lessens the chance of a backdoor cover because they can get the clock run out properly. And Tampa, when they're going, they're going through Rashad White. I don't know that he's going to be able to get much going in a game where San Francisco should be able to score at a pretty good clip. So I'll take the Niners, too, and lay the 11.5. I'm surprised that went that way. Uh, Jets-Bills, this is just sort of a confusing game moment here. Uh, These two very confusing teams. (laughs) I, I think I'm first here. The Bills have got to get it right. I think this is a chance for them to get it right. I think that it's just sort of a bet on Josh Allen as a gamer. I'm going to take the Bills here and lay the seven. For no other reason than it just feels like finally they're going to have their their chance to, to at least get sort of back on the right track. If they don't win this game, it's over for Sean McDermott. I think the Bills will win this by a touchdown. Paul? Well, I'll tell you what, both these teams have had their moments where they have stunk and stunk bad. And I, I, I'm, I'm really torn because I like the Jets because of my experience with hard knocks. I'm a, I'm a fan of the Jets. And so I'm tempted to take the Jets because I think Tommy's going to take the Bills and give me seven. But I'm going to take the Jets because Tommy takes the Bills. Can mm, start okay. a uh, start a count, counter on the show? Every time Paul mentions hard knocks, like, let's just find, like, it's a just lot. a little, like, ding. Like, just a little <laughs> ding. Whenever he says hard knocks, we'll just, like, hit a... I like the show. I, think... I liked it. Come on. Jad, Jad, there, yeah, there it is. Jad, Jad will get on that every time he says that, hard Jad. knocks. What is wrong with you? I love that. Good Lord. Uh, you know, it's kind of like the, you know, take a drink anytime somebody says, you know, something. Uh, that's kind of what it is. Uh, okay, so here's my thought with this matchup. I think the Bills, from a talent perspective are about two touchdowns better than the Jets. But we know the mistakes that Josh Allen has made and the fact that, you know, he's going to throw probably a bad pick. It usually happens in basically every single game. But I don't think it's going to be enough for the Jets to win or even cover. It's pretty desperate times in Buffalo. I I agree. If they lose this game, they're not making the playoffs. And Sean McDermott is probably out of a job in, in short order. I'll take Buffalo. I'll lay the seven points because I think they'll bounce back. I think they'll be an ugly pick from Josh Allen to make it a little bit closer, but I do think Buffalo covers. Okay. Uh, there it is. With Paul gets a, a Jets island. Not a bad place to be. Vikings, Broncos. This is one of my favorite to pick 
because you've got these two upstart teams, right? You've got the Broncos who have come all the way back. Guys, the Broncos are not a bad team. In fact, they may be an above-average team and a playoff contender. And then the Vikings and this Josh Dobbs story has just been incredible. Paul, you're up first here. Broncos are two-and-a-half-point favorites. Where are you going? Well, I'll tell you what. This is a made-for-TV movie, I think, somewhere along the way with the way the Broncos have bounced back. Fellas, all three of us at one point in this season, three, four, five, six games into this season, had written off the Broncos like they may not, they may never win another game in the history of their franchise. But, man, this is a team that bounced back. You know, it just goes to show you coaching means a lot. Coaching means a lot, whether it's in high school or whether it's in the NFL. Coaching is a lot. I'm going to take the Broncos, man. I think, I, fellas, I, I'm I'm on board. I think I'm believing. I'm thinking this is for real. I'm taking the Broncos. Uh, Tommy? Uh, no, I, I don't believe in the Broncos. I, I think that they've had a nice stretch. Um, here's the thing about Minnesota. Josh Dobbs comes in to the Vikings, and without even knowing his teammates, or barely knowing the playbook, he leads them to a victory. And now he's had a couple of more weeks to get acclimated and accustomed to the Vikings and the way that they do things and the organization and all of that. And by the way, there's a chance that Justin Jefferson plays this weekend. I don't know if he will. I don't even really know if it's necessarily going to matter as far as the spread is concerned, because I still think they've got quite a few talented guys like Jordan Addison and KJ Osborne should be back. I'm going to take the Vikings to cover two and a half. I think that they do that on the road. In fact, I kind of like the Vikings on the money line. By the way, it was an interesting mm. story about how the new quarterback comes in, goes out onto the field, plays his first game. He doesn't even know people's names. I mean, I, I mean that's that's something. That's that's pretty that's pretty interesting. Yeah, this is a hard one. I've gone back and forth honestly a bunch of times on this. I I think that you know what what gets interesting is can. Minnesota run the ball because I think they're going to need to run the ball. Denver's got a really good pass defense as we saw against Buffalo and they allow the run as we saw James Cook have a great game and, and Buffalo abandon it for some reason. I just think it's a bad matchup for the Vikings. What makes it hard to pick this now is we don't know what's going to happen with Justin Jefferson. If Justin Jefferson plays, I think well, you like this a little bit uh, better yeah, because would... Sertan can only, you know, Sertan can only cover one guy, right? You know, I'm going to reluctantly here take the Broncos without knowing Justin Jefferson because I think the way to beat Denver is to run the ball, and Minnesota just has not been able to do that at all. Watch out for Ty Chandler. This may be the week Minnesota tries to use him more, and that could change this. I'll reluctantly take Denver just based on matchup. Eagles-Chiefs, fellas. Chiefs minus 2.5 at home at Arrowhead. The Super Bowl rematch, the one we've all been waiting for. Paul, I believe you're up first. Which way are you going in this massive, massive game? Maybe the game of the year. Well, we could throw out all kinds of stats and talk about, you know, the matchup and all those kind of things. And yet, emotionally speaking, Kansas City's my team, followed by the Broncos and the, and the Cowboys. Those are my three teams in the NFL. But emotionally speaking, uh, there's just no way I can go against the Chiefs. Guys, this is a pick with my heart because, you know, Two and a half points, I think is, this game could easily be within that. But this is going to be my one pick of the week that I pick with my heart. I could go with the Eagles, but I'm not. I'm going to go with the Chiefs because, for me, it's the right thing to do. Chiefs, Tommy, where are you going on this one? Uh, I'm done 
hoping and crossing my fingers and expecting that the Chiefs offense will just kick it into gear with their wide receivers. I think they are who we thought they were, and wow. I think they're going to continue in that wow. way. So I'm making this pick solely based on how I feel about the Kansas City defense, and more specifically, how I feel about Trent McDuffie, who is blossoming into a superstar. They're going to need him to play a great game to try to limit A.J. Brown, maybe Devontae Smith, and the, the weapons that the Eagles have. So for that reason, I feel confident in Kansas City's defense because of that, and only because of that, I'm going to take the Chiefs and only oh, the two and a half. I thought that I, didn't I'll, sound like that was going to be that way, but I'll tell you, I got you. I'll, I'll take the island here. Um, I, I Again, I'm not picking in the playoffs any team with the defense that the Chiefs have and Mahomes and Kelsey. I won't pick any team against them. We're not, we're not in the playoffs. Philadelphia is better right now. Kansas City's offense has been definitively bad lately and so yes it's coming out of the bye week i get all that but philadelphia is just they're going to be very wired for this one again like you can pass on them that's the way to beat them and the chiefs just aren't doing that well right now so it's it's a matchup thing i think right now on november 17th is kind of a bad matchup for the chiefs and i'm gonna take philadelphia and I mean, it, I, I, maybe the Chiefs will show us something. Maybe this is the week, but until they do, I don't know how you lean into that. I'll take Philadelphia on that island, and I'll take the two and a half points for sure. All right, that's a lot of picks. We're a little over schedule. Let's take a quick break. We'll come back. Uh, we can talk more about that Chiefs-Eagles game. We'll have a lot of opportunities, though. Don't worry to do that on Monday. We'll certainly talk about some of the high school football matchups that are coming up tonight as we roll forward here on Sports Daily. Primetime NFL games from Westwood One, available live for free right here on KFH and on the Odyssey app. Tune in to KFH Sunday night for NFL action. The NFL's two longest win streaks on the line. Vikings travel to Denver. You can listen to it here on KFH or simply download the Odyssey app and search for KFH at kickoff. All right, guys, high school football playoffs. Paul, the Blue Aces, little injury issue last week, oh, couldn't geez. get through. Yep, yep. Great season, though. Yep. Congratulations on that season. Well, thank uh, for you. Sure. Eisenhower, Capen. Uh, you've seen Capen, obviously, Paul. Uh, what do you think about this 5A game? We'll start there as, as our West Side matchup is Eisenhower and Capen. You know, in a world that we live in, the world of football, so many teams run spread. You know, the you know a lot of zone stuff. Uh, you know, uh, it's, it's, it's just a different game. Capen is still that throwback. Weston Sharks, bless his heart. I mean, he just... He understands power football. You know, he'll line up in power formations, still runs power off tackle, still runs ISO, still runs trap. I mean, you know, he, he'll sit there and trap your three-tech all day long until you figure it out. And uh, that's the beautiful thing. It's hard to prepare uh, to play Capen. And because of that, I, I, I like the edge to Capen. And having played Cape, and I can tell you they're a physical football team. And you guys know what I think of physical football teams. They've got advantages over teams that aren't. And uh, although I don't know just how physical the other team is, uh, I do know that Cape is physical. And I, I like the Crusaders in this game. I, I really do. I think they'll have a, a shot at winning the whole thing, if you want my opinion. 
Paul, let me ask you this because sure. I know that you're closer in the in the high school city league football world than than I am. How impressive has that turnaround at Capen been under Weston Sharts and and the, the job that he's done there? I mean, it, it wasn't that long ago that Capen was getting blown out every single year when they played Carroll. I mean, yeah. it, it was not even a competition. And what Sharts has done turning that program around, I think it's pretty incredible. I'd love to get your thoughts on that. Well, it is pretty incredible, but I don't know why you'd be surprised. He went to West, uh, uh, turned it around. He went to Northwest, turned it around to a certain extent. I mean, they were still pretty good, uh, but uh, you got to give him a lot of credit. I- I'm just telling you, the guy wins wherever he goes. I mean, he's in the Wichita. Remember last year we put him into the – or was it two years ago, Jacob, we put – uh, put him into the Wichita Sports Hall of Fame, and, two and well, ago. yeah, two years ago, well deserving. I mean, there's a reason he's in the Hall of Fame, and that's because he's a winner, and he's a winner wherever he goes. But he has a basis of which he's believed over over a long, long period of time. His belief system is that uh, you do the basics, uh, you learn how to block, you learn how to tackle, you learn how to come off the ball if you're an offensive lineman or a defensive lineman, you learn how to be physical. He teaches those things. It's uh, it's 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 still a day where you know zone stretch is what you do, and it's more of a finesse. It's not coming off the ball and you know making contact and driving people. It's more you know of reaching people and 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 getting around them and 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 that kind of thing. So uh, he's a throwback, fellas. He's a throwback, and it's hard to prepare for people and offenses that you don't see that much. And therein lies part of his success. But he's always believed in what he's coaching. And it's hard not to say, gosh, the guy's been pretty good at what he teaches. But, you know, be ready to stop the trap because here it comes. And and if you're going to play if, – and if Capen makes it into the state championship game, Capen's going to run trap, power off tackle, and uh, uh, ISO. There you go. Stop those three and you have a chance at beating Capen. It helps to have Omari Elias there, who's capable of carrying the ball. 50 that, well, times that helps. Time. Yeah, that helps. Yeah. Yes. Uh, it, it's so. So as we look around, Derby finally got its revenge against Manhattan last week. The Panthers are back in a state title game, probably the most unlikely form we've seen in recent years. But they're there. They'll take on Washburn Rural, a beatable team certainly. Uh, we'll have Brandon Zinner up there to cover that game for us tonight on Catch at Kansas. The other big one that we – let me give you the rundown of the games, and then we'll talk about one of these because it's it's sort of a headline game. Andover Central is going to face a tall, tall task in 4A against Wamego. In 2A, Hoisington and Norton County will play 1A, Medicine Lodge, Conway Springs, and then uh, down to the smaller schools, your eight-man games are El Saline, Wichita County, South Central Victoria. And in six-man, Tesca uh, Cunningham and Ashland and Shalin, Bird City. But the 3A game is the other one that we'll spend some time here with because you get a rematch. Andale, Cheney, uh, game of the century, basically, oh. the first time around. Overtime, they, you know, Cheney got it done. They broke the streak. Um, you know, it's it's interesting because in the postseason, it's been, you know, Cheney, they, it took, they, they started a little bit slow against Holcomb, and then it was a, a win last week against Clay Center, but 23-21, whereas we've seen Andale, uh, in the postseason so far, really flex it out like normal. You know, 44-8 over Scott City a couple of weeks ago, and then collegiate again, 25-point winners. So Andale probably has a little more momentum here, but they got to come into Cheney and, and face the team that gave them the loss, that busted the streak and everything, Tommy. And it's funny, a 3A game, we've been kicking around the office. I'm like, guys, I'm just going to tell you, 
as we're looking at like trying to figure out where to send people. I'm like, I've had more questions about 3A with Andale and Cheney this year, just from yeah. guys on the street yeah. than I have any other football oh, yeah. all year long. Yeah. But look, I mean, if you think it's difficult to beat Andale once, try to beat him twice, right? Like that it's going to be just a supreme challenge for Cheney. And I don't want to take anything away from the Cardinals at all. What they did earlier this season, incredible. And they are just a, a phenomenal football program. But I think it's going to be, it's kind of like catching lightning in a bottle to, you know, to beat Andale once and then to try to do it again. Um, that's going to be really difficult because one thing I know about the Andale program and the way that, that they operate is that once that loss happened, you better believe that they started planning for the next time those two teams are going to meet up potentially in the playoffs. And that's what's happened. You know, so I can imagine that Andale is going to be primed and ready going into Cheney to try to do everything that they can to make sure that that doesn't happen again. Paul, it's what it's all about. This kind of matchup is what it's all about. This, this makes it fun for everybody when you've got, you know, the kind of headlines Andale's garnered over the year. You can catch all the games on Catch at Kansas tonight uh, with us. You can follow along on the Catch at Kansas app. And of course, we'll have the Catch at Kansas show. We've got reporters out on scene uh, all over the place. TJ Cleveland will be at one of those games and Brandon Zinner and a few of our other staff members who don't always like jump on camera to cover. We're putting them on camera, baby. Let's go. We're all in here for the substate at catchkansas.com. Uh, check it out on 12 News as well. All right, when we come back, let's get into that Jalen Daniels story from yesterday a little bit. Uh, he's coming back. He let everybody know about it. What do we think? We'll hit it next on Sports Daily. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. All right, welcome back, fellas. Sports Daily. Jalen Daniels announces he'll be back with some flair. Uh, just sort of, I think taking a shot almost Tommy at you know all the the doubters and dissenters who have been we've never really bought into those theories by the way because we've never heard anything or seen anything that would make us think that there's any sort of like animosity based on anything Lance Leipold said based on anything historically uh Shri Islata RKU insider has backed that up a little bit that he's never heard any of this and Jalen Daniels putting all the doubts to bed that he'll be back in Lawrence next year yeah, a lot of rumors and, and, and speculation and people talking and hearsay and, and all of that. There was never anything concrete other than just he was dealing with an injury and it hasn't gotten better to the point to where he feels like he can go out there and compete. Uh, and so I think that that video 
you know, obviously puts a lot of that speculation to bed. But the one thing that I think is kind of getting lost in the attention that the video from Jalen Daniels that he put out mentioned was it wasn't just a video. There was also a statement that came from the Kansas football social media platforms from Jalen Daniels talking about how he was going to be returning to the team next year and all of that. But he also put in there, I'm looking forward to being back under coach Leipold. And I think that that was very intentional and very important. And I sent that to you because I think it shows it kind of reaffirms not only Jalen Daniels commitment next season to the Jayhawks, but also Lance Leipold's as well. And, and the fact that it's coming from the official like Kansas football, social media, like that, that's not an accident. And if there was any kind of like question about whether or not Lance Leipold wasn't coming back, they wouldn't have included that part of it in the statement. I, I made a joke to Tommy Paul when he sent me that. Uh, I, I'm sorry, I can't help myself. I said, well, that's unless Leipold goes to A&M and Jalen Daniels goes with him, right? <laughs> yeah, that's that would, that. It was, it was not happening. Not it was happening. a joke, everybody. Okay. It was a joke. It, it, I got I it. Can hear Fitz, I can hear Fitz rolling over and, and steaming at the thought of it. Uh, it. It was good to see, though, um, because it does. Right. It, it's like a two-pronged attack. It reaffirms mm -hmm. Lance Leipold's you know, future and, and sort of solidifies that for him staying in Lawrence and that it'll be with Jalen Daniels next year. And I got to say, if, if and likely – that Jalen Daniels and Leipold are back in Lawrence next year with the way they've been recruiting and all the things that have been done. If Jalen Daniels is healthy, like at that point, if we have right. to get like a clean bill of health somehow, maybe they're guys, they're probably going to be the favorites in right. the big 12. Well, they, 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 might be. they might be, but, but this is the least surprising announcement I've ever heard. You know why? Right. A little thing called NIL. This is this is change sure. changes all this stuff. Yeah. He's coming back. Not only does he want to play, he's not got his own logo but, branded, you but, know, sweatshirt yeah. on in the video. Yeah, That's right. Now. And I'm telling you right now, this we're seeing more and more of this stuff. Guys coming back for this particular period of time because it was pointed out, and I didn't realize this, the the the, the possibilities of making more money uh, with with nil as possible for one more year. Than you know, being a sixth or seventh round draft pick and signing with an NFL team, you can. There are going to be those individuals that make more money with NIL sticking in college. This is this is not surprising because I'm sure Jalen Daniels is going to do very very well with regards to with regards to NIL. So I mean, I'm I'm not surprised. And, but the reasons that he stated, you know, I have my dreams haven't changed. My goals are still there. The vision for my yep. future is clear. So I mean, we get we get that th those words they're they're lofty words. It all has to do with packaging, but I don't blame him. And, and but it's it's unsurprising. I am not surprised at all that he's coming back to the University of Kansas. By the way, even if he went to A and M, he's not going to get the money because nobody's going to know who he is. He's not. He, he's, listen, we're, uh, we he's not going to A Let's not, not, let's not open that can. Let's not right. open that can. Well, right. That's not happening. He, here's right. the thing. Here's the thing. It's not just Jalen Daniels and Lance Leipold. They return a lot next year. I know. They That's why I like say they're, they're going to be the favorite. 65% the of their I offense, think. I think, is coming back or something more than that. Like, they've got a lot of returners. I agree with you. I think that knowing that both of those guys are back, that's going to bode well next season for the way that if the, they're ranked if and all Daniels, of that. If Daniels is fully healthy, never forget, yep. early in the season, Leipold said that this had been an injury that it was lingering even last year. It's his back. So we do have to get a clean bill of health. It's been strange. It's just really nice and reassuring and comforting, I think, for KU fans 
to just get that out of here. Like we're done with all that. Okay, it's it's good. It's Jason Bean now. Maybe we'll see this weekend. The rest of the way, and then next year you're going to be a favorite in a new look Big Twelve. It'd be, it's me saying that out loud is crazy. Okay, we'll come back. We'll tell you what's on tap this weekend next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.